Hello and welcome to Roster Doctor, where we fix up your roster. Today I'm joined by Xavier Protocols Jacob, behind the Xavier Protocols The Danger Room, uh, hell, even behind the math from uh, the dice calculator in Assemble. Uh, everywhere I turn around, you're doing something new. Are there any projects I'm actually missing right off the bat? Uh, I recently built a Wakandan village, but uh, I think you've got all my content stuff, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll have to leave photos to that. I didn't realize that was you. That was for the tournament giveaway, right? I saw That's Norbert right, yeah. posting that a lot. Okay, yeah, that, that'll definitely go in the show notes. Really cool uh, train set. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thanks very much for inviting me. So, uh, what's it called? Uh, the roster that we're going to be talking about today is uh, an interesting twist on the classic Wakanda wave. Um, so. Why don't we just hop into it? So for characters, excuse me, uh, Black Panther. Oh, like, sorry, go ahead. Yes, yeah, I give you a bit of background on the list. Yeah, uh, why, why don't you? Because it's very spicy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this started. Um, I've been playing a lot of Wakanda. Uh, I think they're really powerful. Um, I think they're really top tier. Uh, but where they can sometimes struggle is in those sort of slower scenarios. Um, I really like pairing them with Asgard for that, but I wanted to try something different. And really, I wanted to play some Thanos. I wanted to get, get some more games under my belt with, uh, with Thanos and really sort of start to learn him. So I started off thinking, well, I've got a really solid foundation in uh, Wakanda, and I've got Thanos, and the obvious place for me to start with was I'm going to put Thanos with some Avengers. Because, you know, I, I had him in with Cap and Hawkeye and Iron Man and just some really solid characters that can play on some of those slower scenarios. They get better when they get dazed, Cap and Iron Man. Hawkeye is great with uh, Thanos. So I thought that was that was that seemed like a good idea. But then I thought about it and I was like, oh, OK, well, maybe if I instead go with Black Order and then I'm taking Cap, Hawkeye, and Iron Man out of my roster. I didn't have space for Killmonger at the time. I'm putting Killmonger, Proxima, and Corvus into the roster. Uh, and that just felt really good, swapping those three characters for those three other characters. Like These are, these feel like better characters. It feels like that's going to make me better. Um, but then the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, do I actually need Black Order? Because what they're bringing is they're bringing that hitting power. And Wakanda's actually got pretty good hitting power you know, with Black Panther, with Mantle of Black Panther, with Killmonger. Um, Valkyrie's a, a staple to nearly all of my lists at the minute. So um, I've got some fantastic hitting power there already. Do I need the hitting power of Black Order? And then it frees up a whole load of my tactics cards for some more interesting tactics cards. So what it settled on was a solo Wakanda list, but with Thanos in there, and some options to build in those slower scenarios. And in fact, when we get to the crisis cards, you'll see I'm actually leaning into that quite heavily. Yeah, I really like that. We actually just had uh, Avengers plus Thanos on as the previous episode. And I think this is a kind of nice continuation of that thought because I think uh, the, the more and more I see of Thanos, it seems that the consensus is he's very tanky. He's a very good control support piece. Um, and he can he can do a lot of like unconditional moving with the mind gem with the uh, portal placement, uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So he kind of fits into that kind of Wakanda theme of pulling people off of objectives. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's great in Wakanda. I think he can really play to the game plan if you're playing for the uh, Wakanda control side. But I think maybe an underexplored area is 
the Wakanda beatdown. And so this is this is uh, a flex list where it can go either way. You can go into that. I need to play that control matchup because I think that's going to benefit me. Or, oh, look at these crises that have come out. I'm just going to try and smash face, which is yeah. always a fun game plan anyway. Teeing up Killmonger uh, between the yeah. portal placement and the bonus dice. Mm. Uh, let's get into characters real quick. Uh, we've already talked about a bunch of them. But so Black Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, Shuri as the core. Then Thanos mm-hmm. with the options to take the mind and the reality stone. Then Vision, Ghost Spider, and Valkyrie to round it out. So the the most notable thing to me here is that you're not running Auk um, over Vision or Ghost Spider, which would be like the traditional 15-point Wakanda wave of Panther, Okoye, Shuri, Valkyrie, Auk. Uh, yeah. I know a lot um, of people have Ghost... liked uh, Miles over Auk, but I think no. it's interesting that you go Ghost Spider Vision. Absolutely. No, Ghost Spider, definitely. Ghost Spider is is almost a strict upgrade to Auk. Pretty much the only thing Auk brings over Ghost Spider for me is a bit more durability. Um, she's faster. She's got a long move, but she's still a, a, a wall crawler, so she's she's faster than Auk is. She um, can... Auk's big problem in the Wakanda Wave list is... Especially if he's going to grab an extract, which he normally does, you're not getting his throw online until turn three. Mm-hmm. And so he's just not contributing to that shenanigans moving around game plan until turn three, which is typically when you want to be winning the game. And so it's not too late, but it's just he's just coming online. It's just a little bit slow to get there. Um, whereas Ghost Spider, with her ability to impact webbing and then webline, can start moving people around round one if you need her to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just, she's much faster at getting that game plan going. The other thing that I found with the Wakanda Wave is one of the things they can be vulnerable to is spiky dice and sort of big, big hitters coming in and swinging hard. Yeah. That lifesaver allows you to pull people out of the way. Um, and you've got the activations that often, that's sort of character that you wanted to go, like Shuri is a great example. You want to go with later on her. And so pulling her out, she's able to move back and still push someone away. So I think it's almost a strict upgrade. It's not quite. Um, I still really like Ock. Uh, I'm really pleased he's got some some more teams playing him now. But I, on balance, yeah, Ghost Spider is, is where I went with that. Yeah, I, I think that's really smart. And then Vision, his throw's amazing. His beam's amazing, especially if you're fo- uh, forcing Gamma, which I'm assuming you're very often doing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think all the choices here make sense in the context. Um it also reads a little bit like a list of some of the best characters in the game. Okay, we're missing off Modok and Thor, but the rest of them, and Venom's clearly very popular and a great meta call at the minute. And Zemo, um, I would say, but yeah. Yeah, uh, Zemo's a bit more limited, but he's definitely a very strong character. Uh, but still, it's just, you know, it's everyone on there, you just go, yep, they're good, yep, they're good, yep, oh, that one, yep, they're good. Yeah, uh, it's I guess 10 solid real... choices. Yeah. The only concession is you've got two gems in there, uh, but there is a plan for each. So there is rationale behind that, but we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, so let's kick on over to the tactics. So uh, a lot of this is pretty standard Wakanda fare, but so Wakanda forever, usurp the throne, field dressing, brace for impact, advance R&D, patch up, all you've got, face me. I really like all you've got here. Normally, I feel like unless you have a ranged carry that can pop off like MODOK, where since you've got range four, you can overflow into lots of different targets. Uh, all you've got on Killmonger 
is what mm -hmm. one of the things that I've really wanted to put table time into because that just seems insane. Because yep. uh, his attacks on the same target stack across both of those double activations. Absolutely. So you've got kind of the standard ones you'd want to play for a control list in there. And then all you've got in my mind when I was putting it in the list was originally for those sort of more smash-based scenarios where you want to get the most out of Killmonger. You're absolutely right. Or, or potentially Black Panther if he's in a really good position and is uh, souped up on power. The, the one that really stands out to me is uh, super spicy is Face Me. Um, mm. I think a lot of people are convinced that this card is bad. And to be honest, I'm not that wild on it either. When there's so many powerful things, like you, you don't, you don't have med pack here, for example. Uh, wh where's uh, the corner case where face me uh, outperforms? Okay, let me let me pitch it to you like this: If you had a card which said score a VP or deny your opponent from scoring a VP, would you play that card? Probably. I'm, I'm trying to think because mo most of the games I've seen have pretty wide score margins. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I guess I can see the utility of pulling them off an objective against their will. Absolutely. So, for in my rationale, so partly this is uh, it's a great meta call because Valkyrie is so popular. This is really good against Valkyrie because you can advance her to the point where she's not inside two and then she can't make an attack. Black Panther, another great character only has range two attacks. So there are a couple of characters out there who you can use it on and they don't get the downside of the card of actually attacking you. So that's one thing to point out is that it's really good into two of the strongest characters in the game currently. The other thing is to say that, um, yeah, if you're playing Thanos, Thanos can take the punishment pretty well and it might even generate him a bit of power, which he's really good at using. So having that extra power generation is not necessarily a bad thing and it's in the middle of your turn as well, so mm -hmm. you can make use of it straight away. The final and most important point is um, this was taken originally for my beatdown list to try and stop control lists running away with an advantage. So it's mm -hmm. pulling them out of position, it's stopping them scoring points, and it's slowing the game down, which is my entire game plan if I'm playing a smash face list. Okay, yeah, I, I can see the rationale for that. Uh, what What's your core five on this? I'm assuming it's something like Wakanda Forever, Field Dressing, Brace, R&D, Patch Up, and then Usurp comes in if you're playing Killmonger, and then you've got conditional uh, outs for taking the other two. Is that about right? Well, what... Uh, what you've just described there is kind of my control setup. So if I'm playing mm -hmm. the control version of Wakanda, then that's very much what I'm doing. You're right. Uh, if I'm playing the Smash Face, then you still get Wakanda Forever because it's amazing. You're probably taking Usurp because if you're Smash Facing, you've probably got a Killmonger. Um, uh, I've probably taken Face Me to stop them getting away and all you've got. And then one more that I will kind of be matchup specific as to exactly where I think it's going to go. Often yeah. if I've got priority or not. So, you know, figuring out if I'm the beat down or not. And then finally, the timeless debate, patch up versus med pack. You've chosen patch up here. Is there a particular reason? Because uh, med pack tends to be the more flexible, it's more power efficient, but it, it can't heal for a full five like patch up does. Yeah. Um, 
I still really, I, I see Medpack, and there are a couple of, like, the Valkyrie in particular is great with Medpack, that two power she starts on. It can be a great thing if you've, uh, I don't know, sent the like, Panther out to go and grab uh, a cube on the other side of the board, and he's taken a couple of hits, and he's looking a bit ropey, and you're worried you're going to lose that cube. Sending over, uh, double-moving a Valkyrie over there, and then patching him up, uh, sorry, uh, Medpacking him, that's, that's a great play. But, um, I have found that typically waiting a bit longer to using the power, uh, being able to do it out of activation is a real strength of patch up. Uh, you don't always want to be activating. You want to, may want to be yeah, yeah, moving yeah. a character close to someone who's got power and then using the power on that character uh, later in the round when you've seen how the attacks have fallen. So uh, I'm not as uh, hot on uh, medpack. I'd still recognize it's very good, but it's on balance. I do still really like patch-up. Yeah, I, I think there's trade-offs to both. A lot of people just jam mm. both of them in, but I, yep. I think there's a good rationale here for patch-up over med pack. Uh, let's move on to the crises. So for extracts, you've got alien ship crashes in downtown, mystic Wakandan herbs, factor fiction, and struggle for the cube continues. And then for your secures, you've got demons downtown, has her come up and come due. I'm getting better at saying that without uh, tripping mm -hmm. over my words. Uh, Gamma Wave sweeps across Midwest, and Infinity Formula goes missing. So the first thing that stands out to me here is that uh, now with the release of Ghost Rider, you can actually force an E scenario and uh, brawl along the middle quarter of the board. Whereas previously, yep. even if you got priority to pick secures, it was only a two and three shot that you could even pick Gamma Wave. Now, if you get secures, you're guaranteed an E setup. Um, That's so true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how how often skills. do you find yourself forcing secures over extract? Uh, it, to an extent, it depends on my opponent. Um, so against Web Warriors, for example, I want to deny, I want to try and deny them the ability to play a D secure. So I'm going to be choosing secures. But against Wakanda, I'm probably, especially if I've got priority and I get to pick, I'm probably going to be trying to put Mystic Wakandan herbs on them so that I don't get Wakandan myself. Mm -hmm. So there, there is, it, it does vary uh, between different matchups. I do like uh, choosing secures, um, but I'm very happy to pick extracts and go with alien ship. I think a lot of people don't get a lot of practice into that one. And Thanos with the reality gem can help skew the maths and bring it yep. my way. Also, it's just a slower crisis, which can play to my Smash Mouth uh, game plan, if that's the way that I think that the matchup's going to go uh, to my advantage. Uh, have I've you considered got... putting scrolls in for cube, just because that's another crit fishing extract that you can force with Thanos? No. Because I want to have the option to go fast on extracts if mm -hmm. I think that's going to advantage me. So cubes is there. Uh, I mean, it could be it could be spider folk, uh, you know. But cubes is is I find tends to be faster because you can punch them and pick up their cubes, and it just is a, is marginally faster. And if I want to play the fast control, race you to sixteen Wakandan style, that's probably the best extract for that style. So this is these are really selective to try and give me flexibility between do I want to play that speedy control game or do I want to play that slower smash mouth game um, and I can choose my crises between those 
Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty solid plan. You have, you have a lot of options to play very different games depending on how you're feeling about the matchup. I like that. Mm. Uh, with that, why don't we just kick on into your base 15 threat team. So okay. uh, one of the interesting things I noticed here is uh, the, the amount of team variations this roster has available to it is mm-hmm. very low. Um, at 15 threat, it is very difficult um, to put together. Like, there's one, two, three. There's literally six teams you can play at 15 without breaking affiliation or mm-hmm. playing without Black Panther, um, which I, I find very interesting. Um, was there any temptation to try and sneak in a second two cost into your roster so that you would have more variable options? Or were you perfectly happy with uh, the teams that were offered to you? You didn't feel like you needed flexibility in the team selection because you had a clear game plan. Uh, definitely the second option. I've got really strong game plans. If you're playing 15, it means you're either playing Gamma, in which case I've got Wakanda Wave, and I'm very comfortable dropping that into pretty much anything. Um, uh, uh, or you're playing Mystic Wakandan Herbs, in which case I'm going to play Black Panther, Killmonger, Thanos, and the Reality Gem. And go, well, I'm going to murder you by the time this game, before this game is going to end. I'm just going to come and, yeah. That is such a powerful team. Uh, it's only three characters, so it's uh, very likely to keep priority, which is exactly what it wants. It, Yeah, it can just do a huge amount of damage. Yeah, I really like how capable your 15 threat team is of forcing priority. Uh, pretty much the only teams that you're ever going to lose priority to are Corvus Proxima shells that are playing three characters at 15, mm-hmm. which essentially means just Black Order, right? I don't think... There's any other affiliation, right? Yeah. I mean, there's still the Thor launch team, the Cap Thor um, Hulk. I don't know if that's still doing the rounds, but if that's around, that could yeah, yeah. rival me for priority as well. But you, you're very reliably being able to force priority if you want to in a low points brawl with herbs. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. much a fan of that. So I'm I'm very comfortable with that team. Um, and also in a relatively slow scenario, I've got you set up the throne for Killmonger as well to try and oh, get yeah. ahead. Mm, that's that's uh, quality. There's low targets, which means that it's hard for them to hide. Yeah, the, that's an ideal situation for you, Serp the Throne, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, but so let's move high. on up to 16th threat. So this always has to be Cosmic Invasion, Black Order Descends on Earth. Because uh, that's the only 16 we have right now. Um, uh-huh. And you're not forcing this uh, in your... Uh, or you, you don't have this crisis, so that means you're typically Correct. going to see one of your own extracts. So what are you looking yep. to pair with Black Order Descends? So if it's one of my slower extracts, so if it's Wakandan Herbs or Alien Ships, then I'm going for, again, a brawlier team. Uh, of Black Panther, Okoye, Shuri, Thanos, and a gem, probably the mind gem in that situation. Maybe the reality if it's alien ships, I'd kind of have to look at that and make a decision for one mm-hmm. of those gems. Um, if it's the uh, cubes and we're going for speed and trying to race with sort of the nine VPs that are available on the table, it's more likely to be Black Panther, Okoye, Killmonger, Ghost Spider, and Valkyrie. Leaving out Shuri there, um, because although she's in for the Smash Mouth one, she's there for the re-rolls more than she is 
for the uh, control. Although um, experimenting with her recently, putting her off center in sort of off center of the middle of the diamond, she can often be positioned to the point where she can impact three of them without, but I mean, she's not sitting on any of them. So she's not useless on D, but you may have to think about changing how you play her on it. Yeah, it definitely puts you in a bit of a rough spot whenever you're playing D with Sherry, because she wants to sit back on that home piece. Uh, mm. I really like her on spider portals for that reason, because once once you've secured your home, you don't have to actually be on your home, which means she can move mm. up just enough to be able to affect both of the flanks. Yep. Okay, let's move on to 17, which is kind of the most broad uh, threat level and the most common. Uh, so here you kind of have to be prepared for anything. What what are your standout teams uh, for particular scenarios? Yeah, so the standout one uh, has got to be the four Wakandans and Vision. It's such a flexible team that can do all sorts of things. Um, with Vision, you can he, he's got good uh, power generation, he's got good uh, damage dealing, and he's got good control in his throw and anti-control as well in his phasing abilities. So it's it just it can turn its hand to do pretty much anything. It's the most flexible team that I've come across in terms of reacting to what your opponent's doing and being able to change your game plan mid-game. Um, it's the team that uh, won season one of the TTS League, uh, and it's it's a really, really good team. Yeah, I, I think that's incredibly solid at 17. I watched a game uh, last night where it went to, I want to say seven rounds. It might have been eight. Uh, mm. And uh, the Wakandan team just barely lost, but that that whole team put together is so obnoxious to deal with. Uh, mm. Do you ever find yourself playing uh, double gem uh, Thanos with Panther Shuri Okoye at 17 and just kind of like um, stick him in the middle? <laughs> I mean, potentially, I don't, I, I don't love that. Um, I tend to like to have five characters at 17, particularly with Wakanda. Um, I don't like being forced into uh, keeping priority all the time. I like to have the ability to, to maneuver it dynamically during the game according to what I need. So, you know, I can take out a character in order to make sure that I lose priority and then Shuri can do her amazing last activation Shuri pushes to really accelerate the scoring if that's the position I find myself in. But equally, I might want to um, try and keep priority and, you know, then get the most out of Killmonger or Vision or Black Panther going after a big target early in the round. Do you ever see yourself turning Vision and Okoye into uh, Gwen and Valkyrie? That's like a different six-point module. It's a really great six-point module. Uh, they possibly. Um, I don't have a particular set of crisis combinations in mind that I can that I would choose to do that. Um, one of the things you're losing out on by dropping out a Koye, so as well as losing the bodyguard, you're losing that utility on Wakanda forever. And uh, you know her range for energy attack uh, that generates power. So it pays for itself. It's essentially just a free attack. Yeah. I, I'm always reticent to cut uh, Wakandan characters when you're trying to set up a Wakanda forever. Uh, mm. But uh, it, it, it's it's so tempting to try and fit Valkyrie in here because she's so good. But you, you <laughs> 100% is. don't cut Shuri in my mind 
like ever. Mm-hmm. So I tell you when I would, and when what? I would bring Valkyrie in is on um, meteors, uh, so that she can do that uh, as guardian trick of going and grabbing an extract and interacting with a meteor round one. Um, yeah, that's, that that's innate power generation super powerful. Yeah. yeah, I like that. But I might be tempted uh, to bring my, if it's Meteors, that's much slower, depending on what the extract is. I might be pivoting to a more Smash Mouth team of something like Black Panther, Koye, Killmonger, and Thanos with a gem. Uh, possibly reality if it's going to be um, Meteors. Uh, that's, you know, that's my slow play team for 17. And mm-hmm. maybe, because Thanos with a gem can do that same trick of going and getting an extract and um, interacting. Do you ever see yourself playing gemless Thanos here so that you can bump Okoye to Shuri in that kind of scenario? I don't see that as much. I think I'm going to get more scenario play out of, probably, like you said, Valkyrie and Ghost Spider, for example. Yeah, I think that's probably the right call if you've got six points open. Uh, let's kick on up to 18 threat. Uh, so here you're playing hammers um, or spider portals, or portals overrun city with spider people. Um, so you're always playing on some kind of D scenario here, but it could be a D extract or a D secure, and paired with literally any other crisis. Um, how, what what teams are you looking at here? So this is this is probably my least favorite uh, build for um just across the threat levels so one that i'm i'm least comfortable with in terms of saying i think i've got some really good builds here uh, i think probably um at 18 this is when you know thanos you can get some good support around him so uh something like black panther shuri killmonger thanos and reality that sounds like that's going to bring a lot of pain so certainly with with some hammers thrown in there that could do a lot of damage and it's still got good control options with shuri and black panther and thanos potentially with the mind gem if i want to go more control focused yeah i also really like that especially on spider portals because it means thanos isn't going to get randomly teleported as much and he's going to be more reliably flipping uh those portals over to you so i i think trying to fit in reality gem thanos here is a must um it's, the only it's... thing he'll find himself is subject to people redeploying. So if I've got seven threats sitting on a on a portal over there, then because Thanos can't teleport himself, that if they just run away and start fighting the other three that he's not sitting on, uh, I think that's going to be disadvantageous to me. Is is the, my only reticence in that particular setup? I think well, the mind th- this helps does have the upside. Pull people back towards you. The, it, this does have the upside of if somebody tries to run away from Thanos then he just double moves onto another um, spider portal and flips yeah. it for himself. Uh, is I guess is it's what true. I yeah. assume. <laughs> These flip and leave it scenarios are so interesting. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing more configurations of this because mm-hmm. um, origin bombs, since it's a line on the middle, there's not as much fluidity. Basically, each each team reliably picks a flank, wins it. And then they move in towards the center. Um, and then mm. it's just like a big brawl in the middle, at least in my experience. Uh, especially because it's a winner-take-all setup, whereas this one is a point per. Um, mm-hmm. And this one doesn't have a center, so you basically have to choose how long the diamond you move. Um, 
and there's uh, there, there's a lot of really interesting changes that come from not having to stand on it and it being a D scenario. Uh, I really want to get more table time into it, but a lot of people don't like to play it because of the random range two teleports. <laughs> it's it's like mm. uh, spider infected all over again. People are like, no, not me. <laughs> don't want to touch that. Um, and then hammers, yeah, you're pretty happy with pretty much anyone on that team getting hammers. Maybe not Shuri, but... Uh, it depends. Sometimes if I'm uh, wanting to deny power generation, if I think that's going to be an important part of my game plan, I don't hate Shuri with a hammer, because it means that I'm that hammer's not generating extra power for my opponent. Yeah. Uh, so even then, there are corner case scenarios where Shuri is the best person to have a hammer. Yeah, she's she's fine for holding your home hammer. Um... Because like your your opponent's never going to get to her, and if they do, you probably already lost, because she's mm. so far back that they have to have gone through Thanos, Black Panther, Killmonger, to get on her. So you you have bigger problems if Shuri drops the hammer, in my experience. Uh, mm. But yeah, okay. Uh, let's switch on over to nineteen threat. So this is just oh no no no. Uh, Demons Downtown, has our come up and come due, or uh, evacuation. Yeah. So either of those two. Um, and I'm I'm running one of them, and I I really quite like the demons scenario. So I think that really lends itself to um, a, a high power attacking force who can capitalize on the uh, on the incinerates that's going to be handed out. Yeah. So I'm thinking Thanos as a multiplier. I'm thinking Valkyrie, and then Panther, Okoye, Shuri as my Wakandan contingent. So I've got Thanos who can then amplify Black Panther or uh, Valkyrie, or even Okoye can be really effective with um, a place and then and, uh, two extra dice on her strike, which means she's more likely to get her, um, her, her spender attack that can flurry. And she can actually do, I've seen her do really quite remarkable things for a two-threat character. Yeah, uh, there's bo both uh, Okoye and Valkyrie can pop off real hard once yeah. you start giving them enough support. Um, I'm I can't remember the exact map, but Valkyrie is actually surprisingly like if you have a mixed power Valkyrie and you doom prophecy her, she's very close to being able to reliably one round bulk. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, she she can basically take out pretty much anyone with Thanos's support outside of Thanos and Hulk very reliably um, if you get enough power on her. So I definitely like her in that brawl scenario, and I think you also want to prioritize picking up Valkyrie if you're playing um, evacuation because you want to be able to cash in those civilians. Absolutely. So the the slightly unfortunate thing is. Vision is great in um, evacuations because, again, he's got that power generation from even just from synthesis. So even if he's sitting on a point with his um, evacuee, he can just be gaining the power and ready to do it when you like. But the maths of the team building at this level with the roster I've got means it's not really possible to build a 19 threat team with him in. Yeah, if you could sneak in another two costs, then you could do... Then it would work. Yeah. yeah. Then it would work. Um, so maybe that's the, that, that's the situation where a two threat might 
be a swap in for maybe one of the gems, but I, I like both of the gems that Thanos has got with him. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's super tricky to cut either of those because they both have such strong use cases mm, that yep. you're going to regret it whenever you don't have one. I think so. So I think I'm happy that Valkyrie um, or uh, potentially Thanos uh, could be generating the power and, you know, within three turns. And that they're both pretty decent at generating power with their attacks. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and of and, course, you've got Shuri, and Shuri's great at generating power. Yeah, Shuri will cap out super early. Um, she doesn't very often go out to pick up the civilians, but if they ever get dropped around her, she'll cash them in instantaneously. Mm. And I don't think it's an awful move to spend her first um, her first round going and getting a civilian, then positioning back somewhere. Uh, I can see. Yeah, I, th I, th I think that's that. a decent opener. It, it depends on what the secure parrot is, but absolutely, yeah. I, I think if you aren't worried about falling super far behind on the secure early, uh, going and picking up a civilian with her is a pretty solid choice. <clears throat> yep. Uh, finally, we've got 20 threat, which is just alien ship crashes in downtown. And since you like yep. alien ships so much, I know you have a very <laughs> thought-out game plan for this. What, what's your exact team? Okay, so it's got Thanos with the reality gem so that he's got the increased chance of going to get it. And he's such a pain if he does get it. He's just very hard to deal with. And you've got the Wakandan reroll. And, of course, you've got Koye hanging around being a bodyguard. So, uh, yeah, Thanos, uh, reality gem, Koye. Then you've got Black Panther and Killmonger. So I've got my kill squad there as those big hitters to uh, try and get up in the attrition game. And finally, everybody's favorite, Valkyrie. Uh, just to round out the team, because she's just a great uh, great fifth character to have on your team, especially when you're looking to play a game that's focusing on attrition. Do you ever see yourself trying to sneak in the double gem here? Um, that would mean I'd have to take Shuri instead of Killmonger. Yeah, that, that's the um, downside. Guess... But it gives yeah, you a lot more I... control here. It does give me more control, so I guess it, potentially uh, if the uh, was the right kind so potentially I could see maybe doing that on Infinity Formula where I've got then Shuri controlling one side and Thanos controlling the other side so I can see that that might be a strong play on that uh, combination Yeah I, I think your plan of going with Killmonger is uh, probably the right choice in the majority of situations mm. but I definitely can see a scenario where you want to be able to push and advance people a lot and so, or, I tell you, Gamma would be an interesting one because then that gives me a very strong Gamma sort of control. Um, Thanos being able to move two people, Shuri being able to move two people. Yeah. No, I, I maybe Gamma's the, actually the optimum scenario for that situation. Well, then, then if you're playing Gamma, maybe maybe you drop the reality, even though it makes it harder to pick up the. Um... Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Maybe you and just go then to the mind just... gem there instead. Yeah, you just go mind with Killmonger and you fight on along that column and you're like, sure, maybe you get the alien ship for, but I'm going to be holding the middle and I'm going to be threatening your home the whole game. So, like, at worst, yeah. we're going to be at scoring parity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a strong play. Okay, so on to our next segment, which is hypothetical scenario combinations. We already kind of touched on this in the particular threat values, uh, but we're going to go over some... Uh, specific threat combinations 
-hmm. what threat you would pick if you had priority and what your team would look like. Uh, first off, we've got alien ship plus extremis. Uh, so mm -hmm. this could be 20 or 17. Are you forcing 20 or 17 here, do you think? Um, alien ship and extremis, I think I like 20 on that. Um, I like that Thanos, uh, that Thanos plan. Uh, extremis is moderately fast. Um, I, yeah, the D shape is not ideal for Thanos, but uh, we talked about how he can he can get where he needs to be, and he can still use uh, his uh, cosmic portal and his mind gem potentially uh, to move around. Um, also, the the healing on that Thanos with healing is just obnoxious. So if he does get it, that's a further thing of how annoying Thanos will be to deal with once he's picked up his um once he's picked up his uh, creep power core. Yeah, I, I definitely think uh Thanos kinda goes the distance here. You're basically never KOing him. And if they yeah. do something wacky's happened, uh at which yeah. point it's kind of out of your control. And some serious some serious dice happening, yeah. Um next we've got uh Struggle for the Cube continues and Demons Downtown. So this is 17, or it's an 18. Uh, and uh, this is a very attrition-heavy one, because you're getting passive damage from the Cube Fragments. You're getting incinerated from the Demon Fire Portals. Um, how, how do you play this one out? 17 or 19 to start. Hmm. That, I think I'm, I need to see my opponent's roster in a bit more detail, but my inclination, all of the things being equal... Uh, I think I'm going with my sort of Killy uh, 19 with Black Panther, Okoye, Shuri, Thanos, uh, Gem, and Valkyrie. The Gem's probably the mind gem on that one. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the right choice. Uh, be, being able to walk people onto the portals that they're already scoring so they're also incinerated is super funny. Yep. Um, yeah, or push them on with Shuri or Panther. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that you're you're just going to start stacking incinerate on people, and then uh, Black Panther, who's got decent damage, but he's not like insane. All of a sudden, once people are incinerated, he'll just uh, plow through them. He'll get like infinite power, and then uh, and he's one of off. the obvious death decree. Yeah, he's one of the obvious death decree targets as well, so that can amp him up even further. And with Mantle of the Black Panther, you're getting even more value out of those two dice. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely the right call there. Uh, finally, we've got Mystic Wakandan Herbs plus Black Order Descends. So you're playing 15 or 16. This is going to be a pretty low-scoring game. Uh, yeah. No, I'm very happy taking my Panther Killmonger Thanos gem into that. Um, I think I'm going to do a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the right call. You... you um... <sighs> It, but uh, I, I guess the tricky bit here is that since you're playing such a low body count, who do you put on the home uh, Black Order portal? Uh, I don't. Oh, you, you just go fight for the middle. You try and say, I'm going to hold the middle two. You're never going to get to mine. You score one, I score two. Nobody ever scores the herb. Yep. Fair enough. I, plan. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, as long as they don't have a good way of cutting through to yours. But even if they do, you're going to be on scoring parity realistically. Uh, and ideally, once you win the Thanos flank, you... Well, okay. 
here's the question. Are, are you pairing Thanos with someone, or is Panther and Killmonger going together? Because you're presumably um, splitting this into two flanks. Yeah, I think Thanos with reality is solid. He can uh, get rid of one threat. He can push it away and essentially stagger them and uh, have a good chance, a good chance of uh, dazing or KOing somebody else. And Panther and Killmonger working the other flank. Uh, I, th- I think I'm pretty happy with that. You're not getting much out of Death's Decree there, but Thanos can can easily take one flank by himself. Yeah, I think that's the right call. And once uh, Panther and Killmonger win a flank, you send one of them off, whichever one you're feeling better about, to either go back and secure your home or uh, threaten theirs. And mm. the game should be relatively straightforward from there. Uh, I think I probably put Black Panther on the side with my herb and their altar so that uh, I've got options. If they do have uh, someone who they've got like a, some price, uh, tactics card combinations to get their herb shorter than turn four, which is kind of what you would typically do with no other interventions, then yeah. Panther's got the push to push them off the altar. Um and you've got Killmonger to focus them down. And if it swings my way and suddenly Panther's able to pick up that herb uh, and then start making yep. his way across, maybe that's a sort of a turn five, turn six game plan to win, to maybe claw back when I'm behind on VPs or, you know, just finish it off and get to 16, which seems unlikely on that, that setup. Yeah, un- unless somebody's able to force the herb, this is a super dead scenario. Because uh, assuming all things yeah. being even, uh, you're going to score two or three points max around, which means yeah. it's almost guaranteed to go to round six unless something really wacky happens where they're somehow able to hold all four portals for four rounds. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, no. Yeah. And I think I've got a decent chance of uh, tabling them. Yeah, that, that's a potential win condition in that setup. Yeah, you're way tankier than pretty much anything anyone's going to be fielding at 15 points outside of a proper Black Order team where they're running Thanos mm. and Corvus and Proxima. They all have the flat damage reduction, but Th- Thanos plus Black Panther is already super tanky. And then the reality gem on Thanos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then finally, our last segment is... Uh, potential tweaks and changes to the roster after talking it through. So first, uh, zero to one character swaps. Um, I really would like to fit a two in here, but it's super hard to figure out what you pull out. Vision yeah. is the most obvious candidate to pull for me, but I'm not sure I want to. No, that 17 team is really good, and he's not. I haven't mentioned him very much, and. Looking across my team spreads, he's only in there for that 17. But I think 17 is such a common threat and that's such a good team that I think that that does warrant it. Yeah, I I could see swapping Vision for Venom. Um, I think Vision's probably better, but I like Venom in uh, Wakanda. Uh, The downside there is then you have to free up a tactic slot for Lethal Protector. Because uh, I think without Lethal Protector, he's not necessarily worth it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think Vision's kind of the ideal four you could take here. 
Um, we, we talked about Ghost Spider versus Auk. I think Ghost Spider Superior. Valkyrie, incredibly solid choice. Um, She's been mentioned a lot. She makes a lot of the lists. Yeah, if, if, if you wanted to, like, condense your gem plan, I mean, we talked about this early in the show, it's so hard to pull anything out of here because, like, every, everything really makes sense. I really like how hard it is to pull things out of this character list without mm -hmm. it breaking up because, like, there's no obvious thing because I feel like a lot of the single affiliation rosters I've seen, they have seven very obvious picks. There's, like, a core four that always gets taken three situational picks, and then there's three that are just, I don't know, they're just here for the hell of it. Uh, a lot of times, mm -hmm. I feel, where people are like, oh, maybe I'd play this. Um, but here, it's so hard to pull anything out. Yeah, mm, I, no, I think yeah. I wouldn't uh, change anything with the characters here. No, I think, I think I'm very happy with the characters. Uh, I, I'm not planning to change anything for this roster. At the minute, we'll see when future characters come out, but right now I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think yeah. Storm, when Storm comes out, I might have to reevaluate. Yeah, uh, Wakanda Forever is probably already. It might be the best tactics card in the game. It's, I think drop off is better. Well, so drop off can be played by almost literally anyone because there's way less restriction. But I think Wakanda Forever is more powerful, but you have to play Wakanda. Um, well, to drop off, you have to have a flyer or play an additional tactics card of Rocket Boots. So that's yeah. Not, it's not... Well, uh, it's that, that's that's something in the favor of drop off. People are literally willing to burn a tactics slot just to get away with playing drop off by playing mm -hmm. Rocket Boots. Um, but I, I think Wakanda Forever has more raw power. And I'm honestly kind of scared to see what a fifth Wakandan does to dial that card up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially if she slots in at four and then you can have a 17 of just the five Wakandans. Yeah. Uh, so for here, from tactics, the first thing I would probably cut is face me. I, I know you're... Uh, very bullish on it uh, as basically pulling somebody off of uh, a point. Mm -hmm. But I, I almost would prefer trying to sneak in mid-pack there so that when I go full brawl, I can just run all the healing cards and just be like, I'm going to outlast no. you no matter so what. Here's my, here's my rationale as to why not. Uh, I see mid-pack as a better card for a control list. Uh, it's a card where what you're doing is you're shoring up your lose condition and the lose condition for a lot of control lists is they get attritioned out. Um, so you're trying to say, well, I'm not going to be attritioned out because I've got med pack. But the trouble is then it's I mean, I can see swapping if you wanted to swap med pack for patch up, that's fine. But I think the other cards in the list for the control list all all warrant their place. So I can't see running patch up and med pack in a control list as ameliorating your lose condition i don't see it in a smash face uh, list as much because you're saying well my game plan is i want to hit you in the face it doesn't help you do that 
uh, and it doesn't, your lose condition there is they're racing to you on VPs. So I see face me again, it's ameliorating that lose condition. I don't see that Medpack is doing that for that list. That's fair. How do you feel about vibranium shielding, by the way? It's it's difficult, is, is what I would say about it. So I used to play it a lot. And what I found was you're either playing it for one on Black Panther, which is a, a pretty decent use. I mean, it's particularly good if he's uh, um, maybe in addition with advanced R&D, if you want to go and grab an Evola QE or a cube or something so that you can go and double move, grab the extract, and then you've still got the one from advanced R&D to put vibranium shielding up just to make sure he stays alive and that extra layer of insurance. I can see that, that, that that's decent. Um, the other option is you're looking to have it on Shuri for about four or spending about four or five power on it to try and bubble up. The downside with that is often when I'm playing Wakanda, I want not to have priority. And that means they're going to get a big attack with their big hitter before I can put my vibranium shield bubble up, which yeah. is bad. So I don't love either of those situations that I find myself in. I haven't experimented with it on sort of the smash mouth, but again, it's, it's that kind of thing I was saying. It's attacking me is probably, I mean, maybe that's how the, the, the smash mouth team loses, but it doesn't feel like that's going to help me not lose or help me win as much as some other cards will. Uh, that may be the case. The, the, the reason I'm super interested in it here is when you're forcing an E scenario, either Gamma or um, Demons downtown, mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're in this tight vertical column. You probably only need to spend two or three to actually get massive coverage. Mm -hmm. And especially on, uh, and you're going to be fighting, so you're going to get a, a lot of efficiency out of it. Uh, but on top of that, um, flat damage reduction is really good at kind of bypassing the uh, incinerate effect from demons downtown. Yep. Yeah. So I like, if um, if everyone on your team is reducing by one, Thanos is reducing by two. If you've got him, uh, you you don't care that you're not rolling very many dice at all. You're just like, ah, I'll I'll take whatever to the face. Thank. I guess the slot that I would maybe consider swapping that out for is advanced R and D, but I've just found so many different things. Oh, advanced R and D is, is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the one which is like I don't have a specific plan for it, but there's nearly always something amazing I can do with it. Um, so mm, I don't know. I'd have to think about it a bit more. Uh, interesting, you brought it up. It's not one that I was really thinking about but I'm not sure it makes the grade. Yeah, I, I, I think it definitely merits more testing with this roster, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure what gets pulled for it. Face Me or All You've Got are the two most likely candidates for me, but until I've put uh, table time into this, I don't know for sure. It might be that both of those are fine to keep instead. Mm. The one thing that I do want to change, but I don't have a better option for right now, is the secure Crisis Infinity Formula. Um, I, I don't really ever want to play it. It's pretty much my third trash, never going to be played. It's whichever one of 
whichever one gets discarded, oh, I've got that and Infinity Formula, I'm playing whatever's not Infinity Formula. Um, Wakanda are, are pretty good on Infinity Formula, which is the reason it's there. It's the least bad one, but it doesn't play to what I want to do with them uh, as much. It's uh, pretty good with that um, that team with Vision in it. It's, it's you know, that's a, a good, you can split those up nicely into two columns on that crisis, which work well, but it's the one I feel least passionate about. I could see the case stuff. for swapping out for meteors. Because hmm. so you you have access hmm. to reality, which means you're better at flipping than the average bear, uh, yeah, and because you're so pretty... push heavy, push and throw heavy, you can always ensure that you only or not always, but you can very often clear other people off of the ones that you're trying to flip, and then flip them in the best case scenario, instead of having to deal with contests. Yep. Uh, um, but then that has the downside of you're playing purely on the middle line and you don't want Shuri there. I mean, obviously Shuri's going to hang back, but then you're kind of playing with one less body able to affect the scenario effectively. Yeah. Um, that's not a bad plan. And there's an awful lot of people who, again, don't like Meteors. So I haven't practiced it maybe as much as the others. and haven't considered it as much in their team composition. Um, I really don't want to drop that into Asgard, for example. They're, they're yeah. really good on it. Uh, and some Avengers builds can be really, really good on it as well. Um, so I, may, maybe there's more good matchups for that than there is for Infinity Formula. So maybe that is a swap you should make, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's going to do it for us for this episode. Uh, I'm going to link all of the stuff that you're working on, Danger Room, Xavier Protocols. Um, what was the third project you mentioned at the start of this that I completely blanked on? Oh, just uh, the Wakandan Village I made. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wakandan Village, those will all go in the show notes. Uh, is there anything you want to shout out or plug before we wrap this up? Um, I think you've hit it up. Uh, uh, feel free. Uh, we've got a Danger Room uh, Discord, which is full of great people. Uh, it's not a Patreon. Well, I need to join one, that. Unlike, unlike, uh, unlike some uh, podcasts have. So anyone's welcome to come and join. Uh, you can find us. If you look us up on Facebook, you should find a link to it in there uh, with all of our episodes that go out. Yeah. So is it, is that, that a non-expiring link? Because I'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll give you a non-expiring link. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Uh, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you very much for joining me, Jacob. And uh, thank you to all the listeners. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>